0: Hey guys, it's Britt Dowd and welcome to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast, where every week we bring you episodes to positively and intentionally impact not only your business, but your leadership, communication, and personal life. Yes, we talk about mowers, fertilizer, and irrigation, but we put an emphasis on growing you as a leader and growing your business skills. We do this through interviews with other small business owners, growth segments where we dive deep on a micro-business topic, and documented episodes from our own seven-figure business, Green Again Lawn. All right, lawn care leaders, turn your headphones up. It's time to get back at it. Welcome back, guys. This is a new series brought to you by the Lawn Care Leaders. We're going to track the real life weekly happenings of small business owners just like you. This will be an experience like no other as we get a chance to do life with these guys from the end of their lawn and landscape season in 2020 through the winter as they prep for a new year and into the chaos of spring rush in 2021. This is not an interview. These are calls where I check in on business owners and ask them the hard questions. We use each phone call to build on the next and make sure that we know what they are going through and how we can help. In this new series, there are a total of four business owners. The first two that you're going to hear from are owners going into their second year of full-time lawn care. The second group of business owners One is going into their fifth year, and the other is going into their 11th year of business. We are going to bring you two of these calls each week. Every Tuesday and every Wednesday, we will drop one of the conversations, and it will be in the same order each week. Our goal with this series is for you to be able to relate with someone that is in a similar business size or in a similar situation to you. Not every phone call will be overly entertaining, but that's business, isn't it? We all deal with a billion decisions and come up with a hundred solutions to hard problems on a weekly basis. So by hearing the highs, lows, and real life thoughts of owners on a weekly basis, we get a chance to go through this journey as a community. Yellow Josh Whitaker, how we doing? Oh, hang in there. You, ah, about the same man. About the same. How was your guys' Thanksgiving? It's good, thank you. Good man. What'd you all do? Cool. We ate, and that's it. <laughs> 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 Looks like you know what you're doing then. <laughs> oh, good time, uh, man. Good time. Yeah, that was about the same for us. We just hung out. Put some food down. We did go, uh, I went deer hunting and duck hunting, so that was fun. Nice. Yep, yep. Oh, man. So what's been, uh, Well, I guess, are, are you good to talk still? What do you got going on?
1: No, I'm good. Yeah.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Well. Um. What's been going on in your world the last couple weeks?
1: Oh, shit. Not much, I reckon. Um, hmm. I don't think Jason's coming on board. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I had kind of fell out of some contact contact with him. Yeah. Couldn't get him to call me back or uh, to answer any questions. You know, this will start tomorrow. I was like, hey, man. You know, I hadn't heard from you in a while, I had reached out a couple weeks before that. You know, our last conversation was on the twentieth October. Um, before that, he had come down in September, and you know, he was uh, initializing the conversation. You know, texting me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, man, have a good week. You know, blah blah blah. Said, ah, you know, and and then just kind of, after that, uh, it kind of went away, and him a text. And he was like, man, I'm busy. I'll get back with you. And then her invitation, you know, text, hey. So then I was kind of let it die. It's like, well, he's probably busy with, you know, transitioning, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, in the text, hey, man, how's everything going? Oh, because I called him on Facebook? He had moved down or moved up here. I was like, hey, man, need help, you know, your family, you know, give me a call. You know, yeah. be, and I didn't hear from him on that one. And I was like, my
2: parents
1: what's going on? Cause so I was like, uh, so that's why I was sending him a text about, Hey man, when, what, you know, when do you think you're starting? Didn't hear from you on that one. I was like, uh, so then I just turned it, sending him a straight up text like, dude, you know what, what's going on? If I'm misreading the conversation, you know, our yeah. communication for something, you know, you know, let me know if you're getting, you know, you don't come here anymore. It's fine. I'm, I'm not, you know, everything works out for those who love God. all get, you know, and so everything works for good for those who love God. Um, so if you found something else that's cool, just let me know. I'm, I'm good either way. Yeah. And, uh, so he sent me a text. man has been busy and, uh, riding around with the sales manager right now. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. I don't tell everything. And then um, and I was like, hey, that's cool. And he said, uh, let's talk when I get into town next week. And I said, hey, that's cool. You know, I didn't figure this was 100%. Um, I'm glad to know that, you know, you don't think it is uh, because I just felt like it was unsettled. Yeah. And I said, yeah, let's talk. Um, so, since the week. So that was what, last, last weekend, maybe? The
2: 21st? Before Cut. Thanksgiving? Okay.
1: Um, since that had happened, that happened on the 23rd, because I went and got product. I was just, I'm cool with butter with him not coming. And actually, if he had called me, because he has gotten another job offer on the from his company's with
2: mm-hmm. on
1: the 13th. Um, no, on the 20th, he got a job off from his company. Um, so I, I'm cool with him not coming and actually I'm kind very cool with it. Uh, and probably gonna reach, you know, take my offer back from hiring him just because of other things. Um, one, you know, as Zach pointed out, and, you know, you can do without him, you know, this would be a great year not to do without him because, you know, it really, we can make it work, but, yeah. you know, it also ties up a lot of income. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh so I was like, yeah, well, you know, I'm good with you not coming. Yeah. He don't know that yet, but I, I'm not going to pursue the call to meet up. Um, yeah. If he if he's interested in still talking with me, you know, I'll let him, that's what. Yeah.
0: From uh, so. Oh man. Yeah. It always so, sucks though when the uh, when it's kinda of pulled out from under you. And I know you can make it work, but you you kinda they, see it you kinda see the entire dead, year, you know? the entire like vision for your company going one way and whenever it's just like boom, done done thinking that way, it's kind of uh I don't know, not not unsettling. It's just it's just hard to like reorient the way you were casting vision and thinking about your company, you know?
1: Uh no, no not for me. Um I am one percent fine with that. I see some things that I would like to work on before somebody like that comes into here. Okay. Um so I I felt um I wasn't prepared for somebody to come in here like that. Uh okay. just because uh I still got some growth to do myself and some areas to kinda let go of and shore up and mm-hmm. tie up before I have somebody else that come in here and do that. So uh I have a year to do that, get some other employees in here stakes and things in the ground just because he is kind of old school with some marketing and things. And, uh, and I'm not, like I want to, I don't want to salespeople. Um, I think we, and what I've seen in the past and tested in the past that, you know, people can call in and get their estimate from us just like that. Um, and we have done pretty good with that. Um, had some ladies in, that were answering phones last year, um, and they had a fifty percent close rate um, on the phone, and uh, and I didn't run an estimate, and they didn't run an estimate. All they did was send a thing and follow up phone calls, and and they had fifty percent close rate during that time. So
0: nice. Uh, how many? So gonna, how many ladies did you have on the phone?
1: So it was just a virtual
0: office okay. Uh, associates. Okay.
1: Um, we've worked with them in the past and I kind of know their company just because of working with them in the past and um, they do it for other companies as well.
0: That's cool. So what, what was the name of the company? Virtual Office Associates. Virtual Office Associates. Um, I'll have to look at I'll have to look at the Do you, do you mind, um, and maybe you have some stuff in mind, maybe you don't, but so you said you want to like put a stake in the ground on some stuff, but really you've got a year to make some serious improvements before you bring a quote unquote guy like him on. Like, what are you, what are you wanting to focus on just so that we can talk about that next year? And as we go through the next quarters here?
1: Um, so, uh, really getting our, uh, so getting that in place, um, the, our sales system, okay, you know, uh, with the ladies in the office or even bringing in somebody. Um, so getting okay. that in place, we're doing lawn bot. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of that before. Um, but basically the people can just come to your website, uh, and get their own pricing by, uh, by talking with a bot and mm-hmm. they can send up a picture and they can draw out their own lawn yep. and they can sign up right there without ever having to speak with anybody. Oh. Um, so we're going to get that going with the ladies in the office going. Um, yeah. And then just, uh, concentrate on, on, uh, the guys we have and pulling in uh, just training them
0: up okay so, yeah concentrate on just working on efficiencies with existing guys with that and so. efficiencies okay sorry I'm just still taking notes here cool cool man well that's good that's good so sounds like uh, the minus might be a plus in the long run um, uh, mm-hmm. like you I said, I did
1: talk with a guy at church on Sunday. I've been wanting to talk with him for a few weeks, but yeah. I thought I was actually going to put it on hold since Jason was coming in, but Jason not coming in, uh, it leaves that door open. Um, I want to get into pest control. Um, and, uh, I've known this guy who goes to church with us, who works for another company. and um, so I approached him about, you know, starting something up with us, and uh, and so uh, yeah, just kind of put a bite in his ear. That's cool. It'd be a great year to get that going, just because of some there has been some buyouts of a larger company hmm. called named Wayne. Okay, um, so they have bought up three hometown pest control companies. Okay. Uh, good size I mean they've been here since I was in junior high I've known some of them two of them uh, the other was kind of a recent startup but it, he's been around and had a good size business but anyways they so they got bought up so there's no hometown companies oh. here um, and with us having the size of the market share and more um, Hoping to have more markets there going into this year, and I think it'd be prime time to. Hey, you know, here's the hometown company. Oh yeah, you know. so that's awesome. Um, I've seen some posts on Nextdoor saying, "Hey, we used to use Priority or we used to use Scat, mm-hmm. and they got balled by Wayne's." And anybody else from a hometown company?
0: Hey. Uh, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, that's awesome. That could be, yeah, that could be huge. That could be huge. Big, yeah. re, big revenue yeah. driver for you. And I mean, really a, a good brand play too. Like not even just extra revenue, but it's like just like you said, like if you're, if you're the hometown guy offering services <laughs> where a market is, you know, almost monopolized by bigger companies that nobody knows. I mean, that's really, really easy to market in. Really, really yeah. easy to take some some market share, like you said. That's cool, man. That's good. Okay. So, I got that jotted down. Um, how is your team doing? I know you said... Let me look at here. Um, I think you said you felt behind, but you weren't really behind. How, how are you guys doing on production, and then how is your team doing?
1: Um, we're doing good on production, you know... Once we get in December, it is um, kind of laid back. Good. Uh, with points of high urgency. hmm. Just because of um, weather. Yeah. Obviously, the mornings, you can't go out right at 7 o'clock a lot of the mornings in this month. So yeah. you know, there will be some late starts.
2: Yep,
0: yep. Um, How's team? How's team morale? Whenever it's it whenever it's a little laid back, is team morale still okay?
1: Um. So do you know? I only really have one guy to judge that by because the other one is a fireman. Mm-hmm. So his pay is not really affected. I mean, he obviously he has extra pay by working here. Mm-hmm. Um. But. He's a little bit hard to judge by because uh, with him not being here every day mm-hmm. um, and not really being solely reliant on his pay from here, yeah, um, it's hard to measure. It's hard to think of him as a team member,
2: mm, yeah,
1: um, just because it's uh, you know it out. You know, some morning, you know, he has to take his son to school, yeah. So he would kind of get the later start. Um, since you know, there's um, he was here full time, so yeah. Um, yeah. so I only really have one guy to judge by that, and his morale, he is built up by being in communion with other people. So if he's not here, he's probably going to have a low morale coming back in, yeah. Um, so just kind of talking with him, seeing how everything's going with him, yeah. um, kind of boost up. He's down in the mornings.
2: Yeah.
1: He's good when he leaves here. Then he's, he's not around people all day. So when he comes back, he's kind of down. And so, um, yeah. just talking with him and seeing how everything's going kind of boost up people around.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, staying, staying not, in touch with him is kind of a big deal. Yeah. is he he an extrovert what you would consider an extrovert like he just feeds off of people feeds off of communication with people
1: I think so and I'm an introvert yep I want to be left alone (laughs) Um, so I'm had the most energy when I've and it drains on me quick yeah Um, you know being around people so yeah um, so yeah Uh, he is an extrovert and he is. I don't think he's really money oriented. Orientated. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that? Um, so I think there's some way. There are some pay. Uh, I was trying to go. Trying. To just go different ways with our pay scale next year, but I think for him, he's almost would be just super excited with a even peel paycheck
0: week mm-hmm but mm-hmm. he don't like change what's his what's his Even, name again his name is Josh oh yeah you told me that what's the, what's the part-time guy's name Bracken. what is it Brian Brian um
1: Josh is very um it's hard to switch things up on him mm-hmm. because he just gets thrown out right. So, it's going to be a big adjustment for him next year. Um, I don't really know how to work this, but I need him to, because he's not really goal-oriented and Uh money-driven, he's kind of slow at work, which I'm fine with, but I just have to adjust our footwork my flow to his flow
2: hmm.
1: so that he can be you know 100% and I'm totally fine with that I just got to figure out <clears throat> what it is that
0: have you asked him like hey Josh it doesn't well seem like you're money yet. motivated what what motivates you yeah have you asked yeah. have you asked him um, that before
1: no no I haven't it hasn't really gotten to that point yet just because of I want to get out of this year, yeah, and get into our layoff season and kind of um, and kind of start talking with those with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to jump anything on him because again, man, he can he can wreck his day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I want to get out of round seven, get into January where we are just, um, you know. We don't have anything going on and just kinda of thinking to that point of mm-hmm. pay for next year um
0: No, that's that's good. Yeah, sorry I don't just... want to get him
1: out of pushing production too much on him and just get him out of um get him in the more of uh kinda of a runaround guy. Yeah. I think. I don't know how it's gonna do. Um I don't know, I still got to thinking on that. I need somebody that can switch back and forth to doing a little bit of production on the lawn apps and doing our mosquito control and then taking a big lead, if not doing all of the lawn disease. Um because that's that's a whole route you know, on its own. That's a whole employee. Yeah. Um and so if he didn't have the you know, the drive to kinda keep up that changing, I don't want to throw him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it sounds like it know, sounds like cool. he's not the type of guy that likes. Like, I mean, you said it yourself; he doesn't like change, so he yeah. might
1: he, he likes to, steady.
0: Yeah, and yeah, consistent. steady, consistent, and maybe a little more, a little more, a little more planned out. Like he he wants to, uh, and I have those guys like they they want to know what they're doing. They don't want much variance in their schedule. Um, yeah. Well, that that's good.
1: I mean, it, I think I've learned that he. He's not a very good guy for a large lawn. Yeah. Just because uh, he can't stay focused long enough for a big yard. Mm. Because um, I've just in smaller neighborhoods where he's got stop, stop, back to back, back. And he's really good at that. Yeah. He'll bust through them. So if you give him 10 yards, which is a sweet day I mean 10 yards that are yeah. that are nice that are man, are kind of wide open um, and it just he'll it, take all day to do that where I can go out there and bust him out get my goal and I can be home by 2 o'clock yeah. him yeah. it is just it messes him up I don't understand it. Hmm. Um, I think mentally he sees that big he sees 10 yards and sees the square footage like man that is going to those are huge.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But he can look at 25 small little lawns and see less square footage, but still, you know, maybe 100,000 square feet square footage, but $1,400. Um, and he'll bust through it.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So, I don't know. Mm. I got to figure it out.
0: That is an interesting uh, interesting thing. Let me, let me write that down, because that's... There's a lot of gray space that you could dive into around, you know, personality types like personality test mm-hmm. might help. And mm-hmm. then a lot of mindset talks, you know, maybe a once a week mindset yeah. talk, making sure he's thinking positive day and day yeah, yeah. Then, then
1: uh, uh, even maybe every other day going out and meeting with him on the route just to
0: check in. Yeah. Yeah. yep. 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 Well, what's uh-huh. funny is like, as we talk about like Jason, not coming on board, um, Josh and kind of what you have currently, you know, it's almost like we're also finding out what you eventually need. Um, cause it sounds like to me, like you need a guy that will play within the sales system that you're getting ready to create in 2021. A guy that's a driver, a guy that's a multitasker, he's self-motivated, um, doesn't mind being alone. Maybe even is like you, he gets energized by being alone. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's something to think about too. Like as you're, as you're going to be growing and scaling and thinking about this next guy and maybe the pest control guy, somebody who can, uh, multitask and take some of that off your plate and who actually gets energy and life out of going out on their own is kind of what you're looking for. And there's, I mean, Mm -hmm. there's people out there like that. So that's good. That's, that's really good, man. I mean, what I see is a minus is a plus you're, you have a, another opportunity to develop systems, maybe maximize profit margin to have another leg up next year. And then I, I see all this stuff as as good, good things that you're, you're internalizing. I, I would start putting them down on paper, um, all of this. Not, not that Josh is bad in any way, but it's like, well, if, if he's this way and you know, he's going to have a set route, well, what, what are you looking for? Um, yeah. So,
1: and you know, it, it, I've got, it's by reading stuff just from last night. It, and, um, I'm in another business group, um, service autopilot Academy. Um, yeah. And so, With that, it's kind of. um, We're coming into a time where, you know, you almost need to adjust a lot of things per employee as much as you can um, just to keep good labor. And As much as you can, I mean, you're not really, it's not the same old, I'm the boss, your employee, get out there and do what I said. It's more of, man, I need you just as much as you need me. Let's figure out how to, you know, pull this rope together. I'll bend as much as you can, and you know, you bend as, you know, what you can and and let's, uh, you know, create an environment where we both thrive.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's good.
1: I don't know if that's totally one percent, but it just seems like that's it seems like it's worth going. I don't know. Yeah. Um no, I I mean, with the millennials and Yeah, you know, and I, I think now they can come in and take naps <laughs> you know, damn the middle of the day. It's uh, like, Hey, that is cool, but
0: uh, <laughs> how do you How do we make, make some money doing, doing that? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I don't think having that mindset is bad, though. I mean, I think just with where you're head at, personally, I think it's it's good. I think it's good that you as the boss are thinking about, hey, this is what this guy likes. This is what this guy likes. Um, how can I make it fun? How can I make it enjoyable? Um, it is tough, though, like like you're saying, because like each one of my team members is different. Each one of them is motivated by different things. Each one of them gets inflated or deflated by different things. And so that's like that. That's one of the things that I underestimated. Um, I guess one would be the importance of cash flow when I first got started. But second, after that was the amount of communication it takes to properly lead somebody in the direction you want to go. Cause like you're already like you're managing and you're, and you're, I mean, I'm not around you every day, but I'm assuming you're leading, but management is the easy piece. That's just, telling people what to do and what needs to be done. But leading is like when Josh Whitaker goes in a direction and looks behind him, are there people that are happily following behind you? And are there people that are excited to go on this mission and crusade with you? And that's just you over time creating infrastructure around your culture. You know, like one thing that stands out to me is man, you've got like, you've got a mission to take your kids camping in the spring and you want to plan more winter mission trips. Like what's crazy is if you dive a little deeper behind each of those things, there's core values there. There's a mission there. There's a vision there. And a lot of people would attach themselves to that. Like, shoot, I'd love to take my kids camping in the spring too. I've never done that. Um, yeah, Um I love the heart behind the fact that you want to take your family on mission trips in the winter, all of that stuff is bigger than money. And it's all, it's all stuff that makes sense when somebody comes in and says, you know, you know, Hey, I'm not here just to work my brains out or work to the bone for no reason. I think that's where it's your job as a leader to connect those points. You know? Yeah. It's nice that, you may be able to come into some spots and take a nap or take it easy. But I think the real thing for that, everybody's trying to find is how do we connect your vision and your why to these guys that are coming in, you know? And so telling the story around yeah, your, like, your
1: family. How do you, Go they're for. providing to make your dream. Yeah. How can I reverse that? Yeah. And so I was like, Josh, what what's your dream? What do you want to do? Yeah. I mean, this is not your dream. I understand that. He's mm-hmm. like, man, I just want to retire, mm-hmm. and and it's like, okay. So you know, I I need to figure out, uh, you know, how to help him with that. Um, set up four hundred one k or even, yeah. you know, I, we I've talked with uh, some Dave Ramsey stuff to come in here and try to see if mm-hmm. you know they. Um, would enjoyed, you know talking that because um, I mean if they if they have money problems they don't check that out the door it gets brought in here and so then everything they do is like well you want me to do this mm-hmm. man won't you pay me a little more yep, okay.
2: yep. yeah
1: so it goes back to uh, you know you said it last time we on the phone, not everything comes down to how much you're being paid. Yep. You know, it's all the other yep.
0: helps and benefits you can offer them. Yeah. That's a lot of, a lot of leaning into those conversations. So there's another guy that we're doing bi weekly calls with and, uh, he's going through some of the same stuff, but it's like, I mean, it's, it's in the same like spectrum of conversations, but like, he has guys that are continually asking for advances because of their because of their budget, and so Ooh. he's put in a position where he's like he wants to help them. They're loyal. They they work hard. They're they're good good team members. But it's like he he hasn't really leaned in. Like, well, why why are you needing this? Is it you just can't budget? Um, are you being irresponsible with it? Um, and I kind of leaned on him to do it and he, he did a great job. He actually had the tough conversation and come to find out he's got, he's got family, um, back home in Mexico and they kind of fell on hard times occasionally. And so he's sending money back home and also trying to live here as he's working. Um, so I think what I always find, I'm not going to tell you, sit here and tell you what to do, but one thing that I always find is when I lean into those harder, more awkward, quote unquote, real life scenarios. You always get to peek a little bit behind the curtain of what's going on in their personal life, and especially in small small business is not like the corporate world. We're not all in our own little cubes. Just like you said, whatever they have in their personal life, they're bringing they're bringing to you. Like they're 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 bringing that to performance lawns, and so just leaning into it. And having that conversation, it won't always fix it, but at least you know where they're coming from and they know where you're coming from. Cause that's what I told this guy to do too. You know, he's like, Hey, this puts me in this position, you know? So it's a, I'm sticking my neck out too, crunched for cash as a small business owner. Like, so help me, help me better understand what you're going through. Cause this is also what I'm going through. I don't know. I don't know if that helps, but I, it's kind of the same, somewhat of the same situations.
1: Yeah, um, so look forward to doing that. Look forward to learning more leadership. Um, you know, and so uh, real life yeah, stuff yeah. here, I've man. Had a real stack life of books to that I really need to dive in on and read, and and uh, I have a social media social media marketing class starting hey be 18 weeks um about 25 hours a week nice uh, for the next four
0: months wow so starting um, social media class is that through like a local college is that online what is that
1: yeah so it's through Vanderbilt um but it's all online oh cool so Tuesdays Thursdays and Saturday morning man um so it's going to be intense, but uh, I hope to bring a lot of stuff from it.
0: Man, that's awesome. All right, so I'm dropping that down 20 hours a week for four months. When does that start? That starts Thursday. Dang, this week. Okay. Yeah. Starts this Thursday. Okay. That's awesome. Let's um uh, let's check in on that every once in a while. Let me know if it's if it's helpful, what you're learning, and I'd love to hear some of the some of the things you're thinking about. All right, let's see. I've gone over a lot here already, man. I haven't even got to my questions. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. Um I mean I don't I'm not gonna say each time. We'll we'll kind of like level up on where we last left off. Um, So I'm not just going to ask the same set questions every time I'm, I'm loving that you're giving me stuff that you're actually thinking about and going through. And, um, and I think Zach should be able to hop on the next call with us. He just had another, another call with one of our IGA clients so he couldn't make it. Um, We've kind of talked about, I mean, one of the highlights from our last conversation was, incentives, employee engagement. We've kind of touched on a lot of that. Um, Oh, what you said books, what books are you, are you reading? I'll jot that down too. Oh boy. Um, and I got stacked. So are you a reader um, or are you like an audible guy? I'm, if I'm an audible guy, I
1: don't retain as much.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, so I've I've, I've got a lot of audio books um, that I've listened to, mm-hmm. but I've actually bought the actual hard books. to so go back through and read. Okay. Um, so reading one by right now that I'm about to wrap up is, uh, I had a, how to influence people by John Maxwell.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: Um, Think like an ad man, sell like a madman. Drive that's another motivating book. Who moves My Cheese? Mm-hmm. That was one recommended from Dave Ramsey. Everybody knows this classic uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Screen Ownership, Leadership, and Self Deception. Um, you know, I have a few Simon Sinek books, Jim yeah. Collins books,
0: so. Ooh, you're gonna be yeah. swimming in it this winter. Extreme ownership is solid. Mm-hmm. Have you read that one?
1: I haven't. I I uh, listened to an hour long thing of him interview. So yeah. It was yeah. good. So yeah. I saw it on the bookshelf today at a used bookshelf store,
0: So that. Like, I'll take that man. Yeah, that one's that one's a really good one. That's a really good one.
1: Um everything I've is all around leadership and influencing and, um, that's where I'm at right now. I think the business as far as where it's at, as far as, um, obviously systems will come as we grow and, you know, I can glean those from you and glean those from the other group you are in. Um, but, uh, Man, this is all. You know, I'm not a leader. I'm very awkward in the crowd, and so, um,
0: that's where I want to grow. Mm. Well, so first of all, Josh, you are a leader. I don't want you. I want you saying that, man. I mean, not a you, born leader. <laughs> well, you <laughs> got a, You got a John. You got a on. John Maxwell book there, and one of the things he says is, "Leaders, is anyone who influences people." You've definitely you, you've definitely got a family that you're influencing. You're a leader there. You've got team members that you're influencing. You're a leader there. You got hundreds of clients, so you're definitely a leader. Um, and the fact that you're intentionally growing, I'm fine and tune all that. Yeah, so, well, you're um, you're killing it. I, I want I want you to know you're killing it. Um, thank you. The uh, thank you. and it's cool that you're. You're growing and 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 again being intentional about trying to improve. Um and like you've you've gotten yourself this far. Like your technical skills, your ability to sell, your ability to run a business. So you've personally got your yourself to this point. Um and you've brought up Dave Ramsey a, a couple of times. One of my favorite quotes from him is he says Business is real easy until people get involved. <laughs> and it's so true. Right. Like like when you and I were just doing it ourselves, it's almost like mindless. It's like, do a good job, get a sale, do a good job, get a sale. But you get to the point where now to reach your next level and reach any scale, you have to get people around you that also share this dream and passion. And that's, that's where, uh, that's where the magic happens, and that's where all the hard nitty gritty stuff happens, and I'm, it's really cool, man. I'm I'm happy that you're seeing yeah. it, and I'm happy that you're you're leaning into it.
1: Yeah, I just heard of uh, you know one other guy that was um, you know on a lot of stuff, and it's like you want to get to where you're not running anything, you're doing the big high level stuff. Um, because that's where you create a business. Yeah. And that's where you can, you know, pull back from it. Yeah. Um, so, and that's where it becomes a place that is more profitable, where you sit there and just are, you know, making these, making sure you got the right presidents and um, running your companies where, you know, you could sell them and they'd yep. be a lot more profitable yep. if you wanted to go that route I don't know that I'd want to sell yep. I've seen different ways of going about
0: it so. yep. no, everybody has uh, different different goals and it just depends on where where you're at in 5, 10, 15 years um, do you yeah. mind if I offer up one more book kind of on that note that you just talked about yeah,
1: throw totally. it Okay, so I have another stack here of guys. I've been writing down if <laughs> I listen
2: to people.
0: So Bro, you're either gonna yeah. have to wake up early, stay up late, or poop a lot to read all these books.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am really stacked and you know, I was thinking about going out in the field and helping guys with production, but then over Thanksgiving I just thought about all you know, all the stuff that um, just needs to be accomplished this winter. Yeah. With the business. Yep. But then all of just the personal growth stuff I want yep. to do with, you know, IGA, you and Zach, and then yep. um, with the other group and just the books, like, you know, they, I feel bad for not going out doing production. Yeah. I still struggle with that, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, because I'm in here doing the work, and those guys are out there in the cold and like,
0: you know, uh, so, Yeah. Yeah, I still struggle with that one. Yeah, it's hard. So, yeah, man, I don't... No. I don't have a single answer for that because I still struggle with it. I still... Yeah. I have, like, an owner... I call it owner's guilt. Like, I even though, like, yeah. I built it, I took the risk, I worked harder than they ever did in the first eight years to make it happen, and I still feel guilty. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. If I've got a guy that I'm considering a part of my team, like, I always want to be in the trenches with them, but... I'm just constantly trying to remind myself, like if I want the best for my team, I I have to truly be way ahead of where they are and I have to, mm-hmm. and that's personal growth. And then I have to truly be above where they're at so that I can lead them in the right direction. You know, every most famous yeah. generals and, and most people are above the situation making the call. And yeah, they occasionally jump into the trenches with them, but Got to be, you've got to be above it, and I, I definitely struggle with that. Uh, so Alex Judd, he used to be the host of Entree Leader, yeah. Entree Leadership. So I interviewed him, and I've chatted with him a couple times, and he says that he says you're either one or the other. You're either um, strategic or you're um, technical, and you're you're bent one way or another. You're either somebody who always like say an emergency happens. You guy gets fired or a guy quits, you either immediately default to just hopping in the truck and going, or you've defaulted to trying to be strategic and you're you're now thinking, well, what's the best thing for the company? And is it good for me to be in the truck or is it good for me to be interviewing? And I definitely lean towards technical. I and Once you figure that out, let me know because I, I still feel guilty. <laughs>
1: So there was technical and just strategic.
0: Yeah. Technical yeah. on one side. And so that's where we're trying to get to strategic. Strategic. Yep. And you've got to yeah. have both. Um, to get started. The, to get, <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah. And really, the like what got you, That's that's a lot what Alex was talking about. Like what got you here is because you are the doer. Like you're good at the thing. Like you're good at doing the yeah. thing. That's why... Josh Whitaker is where he is like, so you were a really good technician and that's what built this business. But now you've got to be really good strategically and what got you here won't get you there. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's just, it's just as, it's just as much work and it's more important work. Um, but the balance between both the constant tug of war is hard. Um, yeah, I, I, we'll tell you point blank. I failed at it. Like you can go and talk to my general manager, Tiago, the last two years, anytime, anytime there was a bad situation, I hopped in the truck, took a route. And it's like, why? Like I, I showed the guys I was willing to do anything, but that wasn't the best thing to do. So, in the moment, it feels good, and it, like it also, like it also, kind of makes me feel like, you know, oh, I'm one of the guys. But
1: yeah, I don't know. So, um, yeah, it, I, it also comes down to me. I'm a people pleaser, hmm. and so if my guys look bad, you know, look at me and are thinking. Or whatever they're thinking.
2: Mm.
1: Obviously I'm I, I can I read into a lot of things, so what I think they're thinking is man, he's lazy, he's sitting yeah. in that shop all day, he don't care about me. Yeah. So if I perceive that's what they're thinking, man, I mean I want to do something to change it. Yeah. Um and obviously I don't think that's strategic. Um or that's not Yeah, that's not strategic because my way of wanting to change it is going out there and running a route that's yep. making it's a 20 hour dollar job where you know we should be doing the hundred dollar yeah,
0: thousand dollar job so uh yeah man that's that's huge though that you know that like that's speaks to your wisdom and the fact that, like just the fact that you can name that makes it a whole lot better like the fact that you can say, Hey, I'm a people pleaser. Name it claim it, baby. Name it and claim it. <laughs> it, and claim it. <laughs> own it. Own it. But like you, you said, like I read into what people think. Like that's, that's a, a horrible that's a personality trait. Yeah. I, I don't know, I but I, I, I think that also allows you certain pros when you're selling to somebody, the ability to relate or, level with somebody or figure out what they're thinking so that you can know how to add value. There's a, there's a lot of pros to that. Yeah. There's a con whenever you start having owner's guilt, but I mean, dude, I like we are, we could not be more in the same boat, you know? And, and like, especially, so having a team, you know, we're always between, we, we've been between like nine and 11 people this year. And so somebody like asks me, Hey Brit, what are you doing today? You know? they are probably just asking it to be nice and just like to say what's up. But immediately in my mind, I'm like getting defensive. Like, Oh, he, he doesn't think I I'm doing anything. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've had those moments. Like, and and it's almost like I want to put them in their place. Like I'm, well, I'm going to keep three businesses afloat and give you a paycheck next Friday. What do you think I'm doing?
1: (laughs) Uh, Man, when I came into this, I was like, you don't need a thank you. You got a paycheck. There's your thank you, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Man. Yeah, I am I definitely have a lot of pride issues around that. Um Yeah. I need yeah, definitely have to work on that and I um I have to Yeah. You, know,
0: you have pride issues around what there. you think you've built.
1: I have a lot of pride issues in what I want people to think of me.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: And so that, um, and then I have a lot of issue with my identity being wrapped up in this business.
2: Mm.
1: So all that comes to a full circle when they're trying to leave somebody who you know, doesn't, I wouldn't say they don't care about here. Obviously they care a little bit. They wouldn't show up every day, but they don't take it home. Yeah. Um, so sort it's of like, all right, I need to chill, you know, yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, let them think about me, they, you know, whatever what they, they want to perceive. Um, but I, I, you know, I need to do this if they want, you know, they want to move up or if they want to have a job working here for next year, you know obviously we have to think
0: about the long term not just the short term I'm, and yeah. I'm always worried about the short term yeah uh, and uh hmm so. man oh boy good stuff that's man though cleaner. that's some good that's some good good deep stuff oh I can't really maybe one day maybe one day we'll, we'll, one day we'll it. figure it out yeah I, I can tell you though like that's I mean, you're, you're a big man for, for saying that. So that's, that's cool. Like you said, name it and claim it. <laughs> oh man. No, no, but,
1: no don't do that. <laughs> like,
0: um, yeah, I, i think I would like to like both of us dig into that together. Like, cause I, I am worried yeah. about what m- my team thinks of me and I don't know how to get over that, you know, like I, I, I'm going to do what's right for them ultimately, but still in the back of my mind, still want them to think highly of me, still want them to respect me. And I still want them to somehow know that like I'm doing daily what I feel is best, even though we're not doing the same, the same job, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I say this quote for spouses, but it's, I think it's true too for team members. It's, it's different roles, but same goals and a spouse that maybe stays home or has a different job they have a different role but you're running a small business and so they're a part of that in some way form or fashion and so you ultimately have the same goals and so that's kind of how I tried to think of it but it still doesn't it's a pride thing it, yeah it's definitely pride ego and I want them to think that you know I can still hoof it I can still do everything that they do and don't get me wrong I'll <laughs> I'll take your route and do it better than you bud you know there's still some level of that in me Damn. and that's that's pretty flawed yeah
1: yeah no it, it, I mean I'm in the same same boat it's like uh yeah It's <sighs> not my job to do a job
2: anymore yeah <laughs> yeah
0: yeah.
1: Um my job to to uh, John Maxwell's book to you know influence them yep. Yep. where you know they they can do
0: the job better. Yeah. Um so, so one thing uh yeah. that yeah, I think that'll help. You're, you're leading and making sure that you you're, you feel like you're influencing them properly and guiding them properly, casting vision, incentivizing them, motivating, you know, the guys like Josh that need to be motivated every day, mindset, all that plays into it. Uh, I also think it's, you know how, when you had 10 to 50 clients, like you lose one, it's the end of the world. Like you lose one and you're like, Oh, you're up a wall. Like I've got to get another client. Like I'm screwed. And you lose 10 and that's, or you have 10 and you lose one. That's 10% of your entire world right there that you lost. It's mm-hmm. I'm kind of not to desensitize it because I'm the first guy to like show appreciation and keep a guy on board, even though he's got three strikes just to give him another chance. Cause I believe in him. But I, I am kind of realizing the bigger we get, the more we scale and the more we continually recruit it does take some of the sting away. Um, I talked to a guy the other day, um, his name is Scott Riley. He's got 5,000 clients. He's out of Ridgedale, Tennessee. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, mm-hmm. runs a company called forever green, but I asked him, what's the one mistake you m- have made in hiring and with your team? And he said, it's, it's hiring when I need them. Then mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, like it's so simple, but it's, it's true. Like, I think if you and I will like continually be hiring and continually recruiting, it'll eventually get to that point where it's like clients. You know, you're it doesn't hurt as bad when one lets you down. You know, you've you've poured into them, you've done your part. They may they're going to leave like it's inevitable. I mean, there's going to be five to ten percent of the people that stay with you forever, and so if you're always recruiting, always training always raising up leaders, always recruiting, training, raising leaders. I think it hurts less whenever you have, you know, an inflow of people Mm -hmm. and an opportunity there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Before I forget, I wanted to circle back to that book that I was telling you about. Uh, Clockwork is the name of it. Clockwork. It's by Mike McAllowitz, the guy who wrote Profit First, Pumpkin Plan, Toilet Paper. I got
1: several of those I'm going to go back through.
0: This one is for what you said that you were trying to focus on with developing systems and eventually not having to do every single thing in the business. And if you wanted to step away and go camping, everything still functions. This, it's huge. His book, Profit First, changed my life. And then the mindset behind Clockwork really helped me with the owner's guilt. Um, And then he... Outlines, he calls it the four Ds. Um, I actually use it in in a lot of talks with people when I'm just talking to them about, hey, here's how, here's the iterations of your business. So the first one is doing, like we talked about, like you do the work, you box the stuff, you, or you create it, you box it, you ship it. So there's doing, the next one is deciding, like who's doing what. That's kind of like the management The next one is delegating. This is where you like get a layer of leadership between you and the production. And then the last one is design. And that's kind of like the pinnacle that all business owners want to get to. Like, how do I design my future? How do I be the guy who's casting vision and the whole saying of work on the business, not in the business. That's, that's the design. So doing, deciding, delegating and design. And he goes into all four of those in detail and, talks about like, that's the natural flow of it. Um, so go, go read that one for sure. At some point, I know you got a fat stack of books, but kind of for, for where we're both at and where you're at with wanting to scale up, I think it'll be, I think it'll be helpful. Good deal.
1: Where y'all at in production?
0: Um, we are actually today was our, we had only like forty-six something apps to do, so really, yep, yep.
1: How many rounds do y'all do?
0: We do six rounds with eight visits, because uh, a couple of them were were doubling up, like with grub control, or doubling up with a nutsedge spray. Okay. But yeah, we're All right. we're done pretty early, though. We're to be honest. How
1: do you we, work your airers and seedings, and then? Having to get weed control on those
0: right out like you're saying, like right after.
1: Yeah, so that's we, the problem we have is that we'll fertilize it right after air and but we can't do weed control. So that's reason, really the reason why we do around seven. Yeah, yeah, we can get out there and put it on it.
0: No, that's that's a good question. We honestly, it it gets cold enough here where we're not dealing with a ton of weeds. Um so by our round six we're not doing any more weed control unless it's a new client and they request it or we visibly see like, oh my gosh, you know, dandelions are popping up again. We don't deal with a ton of if we've done our job right, we don't deal with a ton of broadleaf weeds this time of year in in Kansas City.
1: Really? Yeah. We get ate up with cand dead in that old wild and if we don't get our last week control out, especially since we don't do we until around six because of people are, uh because of new seating mm. the people will go until the end of October doing air seeding. yeah so
0: Yeah. I feel like I mean you're you're just in general warmer out there in Nashville too so how much how much further north are you than I don't know I mean we've had are heavy you from st Louis. We're like three and a half hours from St. Louis. I mean, we're only we're only like three hours from Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, let me yeah,
1: see. From
0: north, yeah. yeah. I mean, because you guys you guys don't even get that much snowfall, right?
1: Yeah, not
0: a whole lot. So it's if you look, snow today.
1: Let's see. Hey, Just a quick thing. I have a, I have a call at five.
0: No, you're good. Um, you're good, but well, I don't. I mean, you've already been on the phone with me for an hour, so I don't want you to go and hop on okay. another one. <laughs> but uh, hey, uh, dude, this is uh, this has been fun. I, I love chatting about this, and hopefully, you feel like you're getting value out of it, or at least you feel like you have somebody that you can bounce stuff off with of and, and talk to, because that's the goal here. I don't want you to think I'm ever yeah. preaching at you. I'm just here to listen and kind of walk through this. Thing called small business, you know.
1: Yeah. Hey, real quick, um, because it's kind of on my mind. That I'm trying to still kind of work around pay for tax next year. Yeah. How do you How do you pay your guys? Are you get salary. Obviously, that pay overtime salary now. Yeah. Um, but do you do any type of uh, kick for doing so much production dollars a week? Or we've
0: pr- played, played around with on? it a lot. Um, I don't think I have it perfect yet, but I'm always. I'm always reiterating how we do it. Right now, they're their base salary, because um, it's it's too hard to train, and as you know, it takes a while to get to the level of customer service that we're wanting to get to. Um, so we pay them base salary, and you know, call me crazy, but we'll stop uh, usually first or second week in December, and then we'll give them a pretty long break through the holidays. We won't come back until mid. Or third week in January, they'll come back and we'll continue training, getting stuff ready. Um, as far as like incentives, they're not they're not uh, bonused or incentivized for more production. Um, we did implement a bonus tier, so there's like tier one would be the highest ranking team member, tier two who people have been here a long time but not the longest, and then tier three are new guys. Um, we give out a, uh, an end of the year bonus. So if you've been with us the full year, you're going to be a part of that bonus. And it's just a, like a small percentage of gross profits that they would get a chunk of. Uh, the one thing we are going to switch next year is create a benchmark. Like you have to bill out 1200 bucks per day averaged out over an entire week. So like if you did 1100, you know, you can make it up one of the days with thirteen hundred, but if you don't do that week in and week out, you're yeah. not you're not going to have access to your bonus. Because um, we've just run into a couple guys where it's like, you know, this guy over here is just absolutely busting it and then picking up the slack for another guy. Yet at the end of the year, they're getting the exact same bonus. Um, yeah. But yeah, right now uh, starting is thirty eight thousand per year, and then they're getting a bonus at the end of the year, and then we do a ton of Door to door brochures, print material marketing, um, and so anything they drum up from that, they get ten percent commission on. Okay.
1: Hmm. Sorry for the Getting some water.
0: No, you're good. You're good. How are your How are your guys paid? Real quick. <clears throat>
1: um. So, one guy, you know, twenty bucks an hour. Uh, Brian, the fireman. Um, Josh set up as eighteen dollars an hour um, with a rising scale commission. So if he does a thousand dollars, he gets one percent. He does five thousand, he gets five percent. If he does forty two hundred, he gets four point two percent. You know, out of the week. So. Hmm. If he does a week of 5,000, he'll get 5% of that on top of $15 hmm. an hour. Okay. Plus overtime. time. So.
2: Okay, okay.
1: If it gets over time, we try to keep it to 410, 11 to 3 days a week. Yep. Um, so hmm. I really want to go to all commission or all pay for bonus. Uh, no, pay for perfor- performance. Yep, yep. Uh, I pay with just strictly 17%. Or whatever you do, or twenty percent, um, I just don't know yet. That's yeah. one of the things I want to uh, hash out with Zach this year. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe, like I said with Josh, that's where I'm thinking he just goes to set, set salary for the week, whether you know we have a rain day or not. It's um, mm-hmm. straight whatever, and mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't probably not maybe caps his production bonus at 2% or something
0: I'm not sure yeah No, that's good uh, I don't yeah know. I will uh, I'll be staying in touch with you on that for sure because I've debated a lot of that and uh, I'll be interested to hear just pros and cons and what you like about that system as you as you possibly do it yeah uh, let me write that down yeah um, cool man well I know you gotta I'm just jotting this last note down here I know you gotta bounce and hop on another call here soon so I'll let you go I appreciate you chatting with me man
1: yes sir thank you alright soon.
0: yep have a All great right. week man we'll see you you too. bye hey guys That is a wrap on yet another episode of the lawn care leaders podcast. Thanks again for letting us hang out with you and we appreciate you hanging out with us. Please subscribe, leave us a rating and review. And if you found this at all helpful, please help us by sharing the podcast and, uh, we wish that you would continue this conversation. If you want to chat it up about some topic that happened or maybe you have further questions, you can find us over on Instagram, Facebook. Um, We're going to be posting YouTube and uh, LinkedIn content as well. So you can find us on almost any platform. And if you'd like to further uh, grow your business or find out more information about Intentional Growth Advisors or one of our other show sponsors, feel free to click the link in the show notes and you can see those there. Again, guys, thank you so much for joining us and we will be back with you again shortly.